Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely. And I would say happy Independence Day, but I don't feel like America deserves a birthday party this year. And while some of you may find that controversial or disrespectful, I think that women have a right to choose what to do with their body, uh, whether that is to paint their toenails or have a baby or not. Women should get to decide what to do with their bodies the same as men or non-binary or trans or anyone else. If someone wants to do something with their body, that should be respected and upheld. So that's just one of my truths I feel like I'm going to stand by. And so with all the very interesting stuff that's happening in the world, it can feel very scary to be here right now. And something that I've been seeing or hearing a lot of is I hate it here and a lot of that sentiment. And I totally get that and understand that. And I've said that myself. And so there's this really beautiful song that's floating around on TikTok and Reels. And she says that the earth is ghetto. I want to leave. And the song is beautiful. I think her name is Akilah. But I, I started to think about it and go, you know what? I don't think that the earth is ghetto necessarily as much as humans are. <laughs> and humans need some work. We all need some work and we can do with some uh, peeling back of some layers and kind of look at areas on which we've been hurt uh, that cause us to be in a position to feel like we need to hurt or control or uh, disrespect others. So it's it's kind of time. So I'm going to talk a bit about awakening today in a way that I may not have talked about it before because it's, it is a different time that we're entering in. It is my belief that we are going through a massive shift. And in that shift, um, it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit of a wild ride. Okay. And I say this for those of you who are looking for spiritual advice or guidance. Um, I'm not necessarily advising you today as much as I want to explain to you how I feel, uh, and how you may be feeling and relate to in what's going on in the world and how you can deal with that. How do we, deal with a world that looks like it's going backwards or a world that looks like it's crumbling before us or a world that has so many, uh, dense events, things that feel very painful, uh, to our soul and our spirit. How, how do we cope with that now that we understand that we are not just this human here, that we are a soul looking to heal and looking to learn. So, uh, first I want to tell you about a, a 
bizarre experience that I had this week. Um, I've been really, really tired all week. I have had headaches and extraordinarily vivid dreams. I am typically a dreamer anyway, but my dreams have been a mile a minute. I can remember seven, 10 different dreams and all with great detail. So when I wake up in the middle of the night, it doesn't feel like, um, you know, I, I slept at all. Uh, like I've been just running all night long. And so something that was kind of weird that happened at the beginning of the week was that, uh, when we came home, well, start, let me start over. First of all, I had this insane quantum healing with, uh, Axel Antohi. Uh, if you type in Antohi, A-N-T-O-J-A-I, um, and top type in spiritual shit after it, you'll find their episode with me. And it was, it was just a wealth of information that they bring to the table anyway. But the quantum healing that I had, that was so amazing in the middle of this quantum healing, I had this, this very vivid image of a praya mantis in my sight. And I thought, Oh, wow, that's weird. Following that, then, uh, one of the people in mystery school was like, have you seen praya mantises recently? I haven't seen them since I was a kid, but suddenly I'm seeing them everywhere. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. Um, just didn't think anything of it, but I said, Oh, I had one in my meditation the other day and acknowledged that. Then maybe following a couple days later, I come to my door and there is a praya mantis sitting at my front door, not on the door, but sitting right in front of it. Like it had just knocked on the door. Super weird. And I was like, Oh my God, someone in mystery school had just talked about that. Praya mantis. Isn't there mantis beans? And I went kind of down this rabbit hole of like, mantids being an ancient race or something like that anyway and I just thought it was interesting so I took a picture of it and I thought oh okay well make sure it doesn't get hurt you know don't step on it or whatever this is a good luck symbol uh it's a good omen you know kind of thing following that uh the next day I was in my bedroom and I could see right next to the um, air conditioning unit right above it an area where we go very often to adjust the temperature in the room there was the praya mantis and I swear it was the same one because it was the same size it was a smaller one it was uh, I, I don't know a baby one I don't know maybe um, and it was sitting there looking right at me and I kind of freaked I was like oh my god what is happening you know that's weird uh, so I call David and I'm like, Hey, the, the praying mantis that was at our front door is down in our bedroom. And I know praying mantises do fly, but they don't, they kind of fly really short distances. So it would have had to have come in the house and then gone all the way up the stairs to the left and into the bedroom. So in an area, like it could have been anywhere really in the house. So I was like, this is super weird, right? Am I making this up? And, and my partner's like, no, no, it's super weird. And he's like, it's like the vampire rule. You must've invited them into the house. <laughs> And, uh, I was like, oh, you know, whatever. And he was like, well, when I come home, I'll, I'll take it outside safely. And I, I just thought, no, well, I'll do it. Cause now I'm, I'm my, all of my attention is focused on this praying mantis that's just staring at me and I'm feeling a bit eerie about it. So I put it in a cup and kind of like delicately usher it into the cup. And from the moment that it stepped into the cup to the moment that I put it outside, I started to have this energy whoosh through my body like an insane amount of chills and just, I, I have a hard time describing it, to be honest. It just was chills and chills and chills on chills. And it's kind of how it feels when I feel like a spirit is around. But like, this was something like I've never felt, never felt like this. And so I'm freaking out as I'm going down the stairs. I'm like, what is that? Like, what is that? I feel like I'm almost being shocked. 
like kind of an electrical current is going through me. And so I put the, the praying mantis down on the porch and I'm just kind of like looking at it in this bewilderment of like, am I having this connection with a bug, <laughs> an animal? And it, it, it starts to follow me back into the house. Like I, I leave it on the front porch kind of further away. And as I walk away, it's walking towards me. Now, I don't know about you, but I've never seen a bug chase a person. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was beyond me to see that it was following me in my direction and back into the house. So I didn't let it back in the house. Um, I made sure to take a little picture of it or something like that. But I was like, whoa, that was super weird. And so that whole day after that, I felt like uh, heart palpitations. Some, and I've had heart palpitations before. It's kind of like, you know, if you've ever had anxiety, it kind of feels like your heart is skipping a beat a little bit. But it was like I had been shocked um, by some type of energy or electricity. Now, I have trouble talking about this event, um, you know, just to normal people. <laughs> um, because it's like, okay, well, that was, you know, that's kind of strange. But it's not, uh, you know, like, I don't know how I really know how to describe it. But in that, that the rest of the day and the rest of the week, I have felt kind of, um, just connect more connected. I would say more connected to the channels that try to come through the readings, uh, all the things like, it just seems like the information is just there. And so I had, uh, um, an event I ended up doing some live readings for, which was super fun by the way. And I remember thinking like, this is my way to get in the world and connect and help with upgrading the system, like helping with the frequency or in some way or another, being able to get out with people and help them heal in a very personal way. And I'm at a birthday party, like people are drinking and things like that, but people are coming in and then I'm giving like a five minute reading. They're walking out crying. And there was a line out the door for my service when people could have been, you know, just partying or whatever. It was kind of supposed to be like a fun thing and people were going, go in there. Like it's going to be blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So it was, it was beyond me in the moment of going like, okay, like I haven't been out in the world really, um, since, you know, the pandemic and, but I felt this, this, this connection to every person who stepped in that I didn't really need the cards. I just kind of knew what was going on with them. And I almost want to attribute that to, the praying mantis that came in, like there was some kind of upgrade that happened. There's a kind of confidence that came behind the information that was coming through. And there was a type of healing that was coming from that. And so for myself, like I was, I myself felt healed. And so there was this, this acknowledgement that came through that we are, that, that the shift is to make us more conscious, to make us have a greater perspective about how we see the same reality. And, uh, he had said something along the lines of, uh, 5d isn't a different dimension. It's a different perspective of the same reality. And it, it rung in my ears when I heard that, because I think that when we're talking about this shift, we're talking about earth going into 5d or that there's something happening. And it's like, how do we make sense of that? You hear people talking about ascension symptoms and what is that? What is awakening? What does it mean to come into this new awareness? And I guess it's, it's in my experience that it come. it's like you're, you're starting to see a different angle, a different facet of the same reality, and you have a different way of perceiving it. 
So for me, what that looks like and what that has looked like is I would say I had my awakening around 2009, 2000, yeah, nine, somewhere around there, um, where I started to step outside of organized religion. I started to step out of my even atheism. Uh, I started to come into a place where I started to understand a bit more about uh, who I was as a soul and what, um, not necessarily gifts I possessed, but like, but, but kind of like what, what is my unique perspective of what's happening on earth? And that to me was the, the element in which spurred my awakening. And so if you're going through something right now where you're kind of like, man, I'm feeling this urgency. I feel like there's more, there's something I'm supposed to be finding out. And you're in this kind of space where you feel like you're binging a lot of information. You can't read enough books. You can't listen to enough podcasts or watch enough YouTube videos or whatever. It's, it's typically from that initial crack open of feeling like there's something else out there. So I hear you there. Um, what I would like to offer if you are experiencing that right now is focus, focus, focus your energy on yourself and how you are arriving to that information because it can get into a little bit of a a spiral where we feel like we're uh, going, 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 and we're trying to soak in as much as we can. And there's this like, you know, I don't know, even very Western way of doing things where it's like, we have to keep going and keep going and keep achieving or whatever. I would like to offer you the perhaps experience of reflection during this time as things are feeling a little bit kind of unsettling. Um, because when I was having this, I guess, pray manic experience, I was finding that in this mo in these moments, like this very short experience that I had, that connection to the divine came from being still or needing to be still. So me being able to connect with a bug <laughs> or God, who knows? Um, I, I had to sit still. I had to be still and just absorb that information and that energy. And so anyway, all that to say, the awakening process felt like, um, you know, an onion being peeled back, peeled back over and over and over and over. And so there would be parts of the layer of the onion that I'd be like, ugh, I thought that part was gone. I thought I healed that part already. I thought I was done with that already. And wanting to overlook that and move to the fun stuff, right? Where are the psychic gifts? Where are this, where's this thing? You know, um, the, uh, those kind of things and not looking at the areas in which I need to heal. And I firmly believe that that is actually what the earth is going through right now. We are peeling back layer after layer after layer and going, hmm, this is an area of the world that we still have not healed yet. This is an area of consciousness that we still haven't healed yet. We can't move into some new dimension or new reality as long as a great majority of us are still seeing things the old way. So we need to become acutely aware of what the old way is and why people want to stick with this old way and come into uh, an agreement at some point about the way in which we need to move further. And we, it has to be more than, uh, I mean, it has to be the majority of us to do that, right? To move into that. So if there was something going on underneath the surface for a very long time, if there was a rotting layer, we couldn't just bypass that and jump over that. We have to deal with it. We have to heal it or we have to take it out. So it's, it is it in my belief that the earth is going through some type of consciousness shift. So it may look like 
we are going backwards when in fact we're having to dig below the surface and, and heal what we haven't healed yet, fix what we haven't fixed yet, change what we haven't changed yet. So for those of you who may feel scared about us, you know, rewinding about 50 years, well, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be scared. I mean, this is a very scary time, but what I'm saying is, is that we are looking underneath the surface in areas where our earth hasn't healed yet. And then, uh, another thing I think that does happen when something like this happens is there's so much opportunity for overcoming our fears. It's almost like, um, I had a channel that said it's, uh, it's developing our, ability to overcome fear, like over and over and over that so much that we become professionals, (laughs) professional, uh, getting over fears, you know, kind of thing. Uh, and so we are in this highly catalytic time to overcome fear in a way that we've never been able to before. And not only overcome fear, but be able to put ourselves in a space where action can be accessed. You know, we're no longer hiding in the shadows. We're no longer hoping for someone else to take care of this. We all have a special role in being able to move things forward uh, in a way that it's never happened before. So this is our opportunity to shine, our opportunity to grow, our opportunity to do something about the world we'd like to live in and how we'd like to save our earth. So this is, this is the, the, the shift that we've been talking about. And a side point that I want to bring to attention is that if you are afraid of being controlled, if you find that there are systems in the world that keep showing up, trying to control a certain aspect, a certain aspect of you or your community or your, um, whatever your point of view just know that anything that it seeks to be controlled or someone seeking to control something, it's because they're afraid of it. Let me say that again. It's because they are afraid of it. So if you happen to be someone with reproductive organs, there is someone out there really afraid of what that means. And I'm going to take it a step further because there is a magic within that particular type of energy that is available to the world that has been suppressed and oppressed for a really long time. Why? Because there is something about that energy that scares these other people. There's something very powerful about being someone who can create life. And there's something very scary, in fact, maybe even jealous of what that could look like. And, um, you know, some of you may be going, "Mm, it's a bit of a stretch, but think about your own life and areas in which you seek to control. What are the things that you control the most? And what is the driving desire to control it come from? Typically from fear. I'm afraid this is not going to happen by this time. I'm afraid I'm not going to get to have this. I'm afraid. So what do we do? We usually control it. So if you find that there are rights being taken away, or there are aspects of our humanity that are needing, someone is needing to feel like they needed to control it. It's because there's something to be feared there, which should give you a lot of power. It should give you a lot of power. It should make you feel like, wait a minute, I, I'm not the one to be scared here. Because if I have a particular type of energy, or I have an awareness or a perspective that cannot be caged, that cannot be 
controlled, then you better be scared. And I mean that. So it's not a time for us to shy away from our power. It's not a time for us to shy away from our shine. It's a time for us to speak up and mention, hey, just letting you know, you won't be controlling me because it it is out of these type of situations that happen in the world that we really show people what we're made of. Are we made of fear or are you awakening to your power because of what's happening? That's my belief anyway. So I have decided that this is another form of awakening for us. Um, maybe the first wave of awakening was for us to acknowledge that we are not just body, but we are spirit. And another form of awakening is starting to realize, wait a minute, in spirit, I have access to X, Y, Z. And then another form of awakening saying, wait a minute, I'm fucking powerful. And one of the mystery school participants said, you know, the earth doesn't suck because I'm here. And I'm like, yes, yes, the earth doesn't suck because we're here and we have so much to be able to offer the world in in ways of change that I think that that's why we're here during this time because we are a part of that shift. We have the ability to change things in an innumerable amount of ways. We just need to be able to believe that we're powerful enough to do so. And some of us will, that will take form in, uh, you know, activists or protesters. Some of us will be painters and artists and musicians. Some of us will be light workers, healers, and, you know, quantum, whatever. Like there are so many different ways in which we are able to empower ourselves and change our world, but you must first believe that you are powerful enough to do so. And I deeply believe my little mantis friend gave me kind of a a wake up call to how much power I actually have and how connected I actually am and to stop playing small and saying, I, you know, I'm just the interviewer or, uh, I'm not really that psychic or whatever. And it's like, it has nothing to do with any of those things. It has everything to do with being connected to ourself and being connected to our spirit and being connected to our power in such a way that we are awakened to a new perspective that is outside of what we see in our own 3D reality. It is a new shift in being able to see a whole different facet of what's available to us. It's like being, being able to see behind the curtain, being able to see behind the veil. It's giving us access to information that we didn't have access to before. It's giving us awakening to areas in our life that we didn't have access to before. It's giving us the heart and the compassion to see what is happening in our world with eyes of love and beauty that we didn't have before. And it's through those perspectives that we're able to communicate love and power without being afraid without recoiling and making ourselves small, without resulting to fear and the news cycle. Like, do yourself a favor. Turn off Instagram. Turn off the news. It's important to be informed, but not to be constantly inundated with messaging that tells you to be afraid. I'm just not here for it. So like that message of, uh, I don't know if this was last week or a few, like us talking about consumption, being aware of where your consciousness is. So that way you can have autonomy over your own consciousness. This is important moving forward. So that way you can acknowledge your power because there are many, many people that would like you not to know, but 
I will say this, that the thing that is to be celebrated is you. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate the healing that has happened for you to come this far. If you're still afraid and if you're still having trepidation around certain areas, that's okay. You are a work in progress as we all are, as our earth is. And if you're wanting more connection to spirit to give you more access to yourself, then ask for it. Ask for it. I, you know, when I was in my quantum healing, Anto High said so many wonderful things and I, I can't wait to, to have him again on the show. But what was really cool that um, he brought up is that I have this connection to magic. And I was like, oh my God, here it is again. I have had three medium readings where they've all told me that I've had a connection to magic, like a really deep connection to magic. And, um, but at some point in another life or something, you know, I used it for, um, my own gain, basically without integrity. And so it was so interesting to see, see that come up again, because I've always had this fear around magic and even down to being able to invoke the, uh, presence of Heka. Um, I have that on the back of one of my necklaces that I got made and not knowing that I was invoking that presence of Heka that, uh, Anto Hyatt saw that in one of my, um, one of the visions that came through. Anyway, all that to say, I've been scared of using my magic. I've been scared of what that means. And I thought, what is the definition of magic? It's, it's a bit like manifestation, bringing thought to fruition through an aspect of some kind of manipulation of energies. And I say manipulation, not in a negative way, a changing of energies in order to bring thought to fruition, to change an outcome. And I thought, you know what? I, I would like to tap back into that. I would like to be in a space where I'm able to use whatever it is in a, in a, in a way that is without stigma. And I, I, it's something I very much like to connect to again, but I was so afraid because, you know, like witches and all those kinds of things over my childhood has been said that this is a bad thing. Magic is a bad thing. It is association with the devil or this or that or whatever. I'm being super afraid of how powerful it could make me, right? Are you afraid of your own power? Are you afraid of how powerful you could be? Are you afraid that having that kind of power would make you responsible for the change that's necessary in this world? I know for me it is. I'm afraid of being powerful. It means that there's a target on my back or could be on my back, you know? And and maybe I experienced that in another lifetime. Maybe you have as well. But I think like, if you, if you hear in my voice, in the frequency of my voice, it is time for us to stop being afraid. You are powerful beyond measure, okay? And whatever it is that you have to bring here to the earth, it could be that bomb-ass painting. <laughs> it could be that you are the best accountant that anyone has ever seen and you help spiritual entrepreneurs. I know I, know I need one. Um, it could be a myriad of other things, but whatever it is, do not stay small anymore. Maybe you're like, I don't know what my thing is. What do you like to do? What do you enjoy? What are the ways in which you are the most helpful to others, but more importantly to yourself? This week I sat down and I painted for the first time in a long time. And I decided that I would like to make a series of abstract paintings of spirit guides things that I see in my mind or that I've seen in my dreams. And I would, I would just like to do it, you know, like, I don't think that I'm going to do it for 
money um, for now anyway. <laughs> um, but that I would sit down and, and give myself opportunity to create because we are, I think, going through this birthing process of, of this new energy, this new earth, this new power that's coming through. And imagine that someone being afraid of those who are able to birth a new energy, a change, something that would be a bit more progressive. <laughs> um, imagine how powerful that could be. And, you know, I'm not going to talk very much further about what's happening in our world on a, the political side, but give yourself the opportunity to create in the ways that you want to create. Empower and embolden yourself in that way. Obviously get out there and vote and do all those things, but a lot, make sure that you're spending time, especially this month. It's cancer season. Yay. <laughs> I'm a cancer. So I, I like the season, but it is, is the time to create, create a new, whether that means you sit down and you journal the world you would like to see that is putting our world in a process of creation through your eyes. Whether you sit down and you write a new piece of music or you make, take the most beautiful picture or you make the best food, whatever it is, take some time to create and feel empowered in what you're able to bring to fruition from thought to fruition. That is your magic. That is what you are here to create. And so some of you may say that's, that doesn't seem big enough and that's fine, but it's a start. It's a start. There's, there's a place for you to start saying, I'm really good at this. I'm really powerful in this area. And if you don't know what that is yet, it may take a little bit of time. But I just want to encourage you in that because to me, it seems so important as we're starting to shift this energy that that being able to bring and create something in this world is, is adding to the beauty of it instead of the fear, instead of the ghetto-ness of it, if you will. Um, I don't even like that word. But I, I just, I wasn't even going to do an episode because I was like, it's a holiday weekend. And at the same time, I'm not celebrating. But I think that I kept hearing the words that your voice is needed right now. And even saying that I have like a little like, oh, but that sounds conceited or whatever. No, it's time that we stop playing small. It's time because this is a new awakening for us. It's the acknowledgement the shift, the change, the difference, the us standing up and creating the kind of reality we'd like here. It is helping earth shift into this new dimension. It is us being able to be empowered in our power. It is us being able to feel and live our truth and not just watch idly by in fear. So this is your, your call for your next awakening. Awakening is not a one-step process. It is a constant peeling back layer by layer by layer by layer. And the more and more that the deeper that we get, you know, um, the harder it may seem, but you are, you are becoming more aware of deeper and deeper levels of consciousness. And I would encourage you to, to see the world for how beautiful she is. See the world for how amazing and giving Mother Gaia is. And take a time to even look at our language and how we talk about the earth 
and how we talk about the place that we live or the place that we came to incarnate to help the place that we came to fight the battle or, you know, whatever, I don't know, whatever other spiritual thing that's rolling around here. If you are in the process of awakening, then you are also in the process of seeing the world in a new perspective and in a new light. So this is the time. This is the time for that shift. There's no no need to be afraid. It's okay to be afraid, but there's no need to be afraid. You are powerful beyond measure. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Leah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you.